Welcome back to The Witching. My name is Julia, and I'm here with my co-host, Shay. And today's episode is going to be all about the making of The Exorcist film. And Shay is going to be telling me all about that because I really don't know anything about it. As per usual with these podcasts, (laughs) one of us doesn't know anything about anything. (laughs) Um, You watched it, though, right? I've seen it, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited to talk about The Exorcist because one, because we already did the Ouija episode or yeah, the Ouija episode and we kind of like talked about it a little bit there and mm-hmm. that kind of piqued my interest, but also because um, we just have this uh, momentum of talking about slightly scary cursed uh, BTS films or films and then like the BTS for them. So yeah. I thought this would be a good idea. I'm excited. Um, so the exorcist it was released on december 26th uh so the day after christmas <laughs> um in oh, 1973. i didn't realize that yeah um but <laughs> they did they... that on purpose <laughs> i read that and i was like seriously <laughs> they were trying to ruin the holiday spirit no probably they were like yeah, you guys are they're... happy well watch this well, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no. Uh, so uh, I'm going to talk about, like I said, I'm going to talk about like a, a little bit about the BTS, but I also want to talk about um, just like, I guess, things that happened surrounding the film as well, because, um, well, I won't ruin it. So I'll just I'll just get to okay, it. Just um, get to it. You got so, it. So, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the demon name Pazuzu? Uh, yes. <laughs> like, now I do. Now I remember. <laughs> Pazuzu. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Pazuzu is, uh, for everybody listening, if you haven't watched the film, uh, there will be spoilers, by the way. I'm just letting you know that now. Um, and Pazuzu is the name of the demon that is terrorizing, you know, uh, Linda Blair or uh, Reagan McNeil in mm-hmm. the film um, and everybody else that's around her. Yeah. Um, so Pazuzu is an actual demon, like it's real and mm-hmm. people uh, believe in it or carry around amulets uh, in Northern Iraq. And I thought that was- Really? Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Like these people actually did research for the film <laughs> and not that they wouldn't, but like it's, I just thought they made it up because Pazuzu or, like- <laughs> Or did they just like Google demon names? And no, then like, pick one off a list. <laughs> no, I feel like maybe they did, but I think it was because of I'll I'll connect everything okay. later on. But it was definitely because of um what it's related to, like meaning what people use the demon for, or I guess like calling upon it and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that origin backstory, there's Pazuzu, and then you have his enemy. Lamish two, and they're both demons, so they're both bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamish two is particularly interested in babies and pregnant women. Oh, so to kind of like fight evil with evil, or like ward off 
Lamishtu, people would carry around or make babies wear these Pazuzu amulets to kind of like ward off uh, Lamishtu so that either they wouldn't die of like early age or like in early age mm-hmm. or pregnant women wouldn't miscarry. Um, but so what that's is- what. But like, hmm? what does Pazuzu do? Like, aren't they like kind of, isn't it like kind of cancel him, like canceling out? Like, I don't know. I think he's just like bad. Like they never really go into it, but they do see him as a demon and they never. So the other thing is in the film, I don't know if you remember in the beginning, you know how like the guy digs up the amulet of Pazuzu mm-hmm. that was actually made after the actual amulet. And you can see it in some museum. Oh, I forget where, that's cool. but you can like see the actual Pazuzu amulet. Um, so it's made after that, but then it kind of like takes the shot of like the white dude, the archaeologist, and he's like standing in front of this like giant demon statue. Mm-hmm. And they're in, I, I guess like they're, in, I don't know if they're, they filmed in Northern Iraq, but like they're in Iraq and there's like dust everywhere. And like, they're in like a canyon and you just see this like demons statue staring at him and it's really creepy and stuff. And you yeah. know that like they unleashed something. Mm-hmm. Um, that statue in particular was made for the film. So it's not real, but a lot of like the locals and people uh, who helped with research said that wasn't a good idea because no one had made a statue that large oh, no. of Pazuzu. Um, and usually like I said they would only like put it on babies so like they're little tiny tiny amulets and that kind of helped them keep peace of mind that they weren't they weren't like you never wanted to make something big for that immense power you wanted to like make something small so that you could kind of control the power I guess you could say of the demon yeah like Oh, Dang no. Americans <laughs> made oh, this giant no. statue of Pazuzu. <laughs> and uh, like it just fucked everything up. <laughs> oh no. So people speculate that the things that happened on set in the film, surrounding the film, were because they made this giant idolization of Pazuzu without knowing. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> why are we so but stupid? I just want to know what like what Pazuzu represents because like Let's I don't know it, it just right seems now. it just seems like okay I'm gonna put this Pazuzu like little thing on my baby but like doesn't that mean that like you're wor- now worshiping Pazuzu and like you're I don't know like you're bringing whatever bad things he brings to you you know yeah so it just says it's a destructive and dangerous wind. And oh. it's he's also used as a repellent for other demons, which makes sense for okay. the too. Um, and it says, and if you like appease him, it'll safeguard your home from other influences. So like, I think he's bad, but like not the worst. He seems <laughs> like he's just like a master manipulator. Yeah, he just like, like getting people to do shit for him so he'll protect them. Seems like an Aries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Be careful. Oh. It's Aries season now. You're oh. offending all the Aries. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it just says like destructive and dangerous wind, which would make sense for the film, you know, because he's just 
destroying everyone he can. <laughs> oh I guess. my god. Yeah. Um, All right. They did some research. I could see that. They didn't just pick his name off the list. Yeah, no. Uh okay, so okay, that makes a little bit more sense to me. But that makes sense that I couldn't really find anything in regards to the film because it just says that he's wind. Like, yeah, he's, he's not like else. Like in the film, he brings like illness and like heart attacks and other scary stuff that I'll talk about. He is a demon. Like, I'm sure he can do anything bad. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And he repels other demons. So I feel like he would be a little bit more powerful Mm -hmm. uh, than than the other ones, especially Lamishtu, who just wants your baby and your pregnant belly, I guess. Ew. Gross. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so. Uh, that's a little bit of a backstory behind the backstory of the movie. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. Uh, so starting, uh, I don't know what year they started filming, probably in the 1970s because they refer to everything in the 70s uh, in the documentary that I was watching. I'll link it so you guys can also watch it if you want. Um, it's on Shudder. Julia, do you have Shudder? Mm-mm. This is not an ad. Everybody gets Shudder immediately if you like horror movies. Um, it's It has a, a bunch of documentaries that are Shudder exclusives on cursed movies or like cursed oh. films in general. And that's kind of where I've gotten most of my information from. And the Exorcist one is really, really interesting. Really? Um, Ooh, I'm going to have to get that. Yeah. That sounds um, cool. I never or heard I'll of just, it. I'll, I'll just give you my login and then you can watch it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> So, uh, in the beginning, um, (laughs) in the beginning, (laughs) so before they started, uh, filming, they built this giant set of a house and it was all one level. Um, so you have Reagan's room, you have the living room, the kitchen things. It's not a real house. It's just like one level of whatever the set, um, it all burned down mysteriously. People claim that a bird flew into a circuit box and it blew up and the set burned down except for reagan's bedroom where most of the possessions take place in the film so that's Mm, already creepy that's very (laughs) that doesn't seem like a coincidence was it like no was it in the beginning so was it in the beginning of filming or like in the in the middle of it or no it was actually before anything started oh okay damn yeah, so, so like oh my god like they didn't even really do much yet. no like they didn't even get like, started and the demon was like absolutely shit. not yeah like <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah. uh, that was scary that freaked a lot of people out there were no injuries uh unlike the poltergeist film uh <laughs> that's that was good wide. yeah uh, <laughs> so this one was okay starting off you know at a good start um not really but they <laughs> saw that and they were like all right since we're doing this film on demons and things like that, maybe we should bring in a Jesuit priest to bless the set because oh we don't want that to happen again. You know what? That just shows that they knew some shit was going down and they just kept going anyway. <laughs> yes, exactly. They were like, we know this is bad, but we don't give a fuck. We're going to make, make money. Yeah. <laughs> and also too, like, this was the first movie like of its kind. Like this is the first like demon possession movie basically. Right? 
because it, yes. that was like the movie that started everything. So like they, this is like new territory for them. And this was already happening before they even started filming. And like, they still, they could have stopped it right there. And it could have yeah. like changed the course of history, but no. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Like the, well, that's also something I'm going to talk about, which we kind of touched based on uh, in the Ouija board episode. Yeah. But people who saw this in theaters were like, not okay. Like no. physically, like not okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah. Get anyways. To that um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got no, it's on a fine. tangent. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so where was I? Oh yeah. They hired a Jesuit priest to bless the set and they ended up keeping around these priests. Uh, I guess there were multiple uh, during the rest of the filming mm. because people were so superstitious about, you know, the topics that they were doing or talking about and what, what they were portraying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a lot of the actors uh, on the set were getting uncomfortable because a bunch of like deaths were happening in the beginning of filming. Oh. So, um, or also in the middle, two actors, and I say actors uh, because, well, obviously they were in the movie acting, but because they weren't like, uh, I guess you could say they were, what is it when you're not a main actor? They're like an extra. But like more than that, like they have like su- words. Just like a supporting like, actor. Yeah, kind of. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe an extra actually. Anyways, they they were the people that were like in the sick beds in the hospital, things like that, who would like turn to the camera uh, and say certain things. Uh, two of these actors died oh. uh, while they were still filming. Um, the director, uh, one of the directors from the film ended up dying uh really after they filmed and they he died before they released it um yeah I forget his name I'm so bad with names um (laughs) but uh (laughs) sorry um and then uh, people's family members were dying when I when I mentioned like people like things happening surrounding the film so these actors uh the main actors the, their family members were just like dropping dead there was like two other people that had like a grandfather die during filming and like someone else so there was just like a multitude of deaths and they had to like pause you know the filming because shit was happening and like it, it was just like a mess um and in the film Pazuzu uh gives all of these illnesses these ailments to people um and they die so there he gives like this one dude like a heart attack and he dies and then um he like twists someone someone's neck and then they die and i'm pretty sure there's like another person with an illness um so it's very like illness based uh deaths in the film which would be true for the actors that died all of the people that died were from like health complications they they, it wasn't like they were shot or anything like that or car accidents it was all like illness um So people were like, mm, that's well, a coincidence. Yeah, because the real Pazuzu was probably like, well, you guys are making me out to be this like, you know, illness bringing demon. So I'll show you I can bring some illness in real life. <laughs> yes, that's probably what it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. That's really sad. But like yeah, at the same is- time, like, what did you expect? Like, you're I literally... I am probably one of the least most superstitious people, but like, uh, if you're gonna create um almost exact replica of a demon amulet 
from yeah. Mesopotamia, aka Northern Iraq. Okay, and you're gonna make a giant statue of Pazuzu. Yeah, like what a real you... one. Yeah. First of all, you're appropriating a little bit. Okay, mm-hmm. you're making money off of demons. Okay, that's that's like no. I feel like that's like the number one thing not to do. You yeah. can't you can't appropriate demons and expect them not to get mad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways, no, um, you're right. You're right. But so, again, like this is the first time anyone had ever done anything like that, so they they didn't know shit. And then they exactly. were while things were happening, they were probably just like in denial, and they were like, "Oh, it's fine." Like. It's not, it's just a coincidence. Like they're trying yeah. to play it off, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, like it was all like, uh, there was, so one of the directors, I guess the main director, cause there was like four mm-hmm. on set. Um, this guy, it reminded me of a certain someone from The Shining um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because of his like attitude towards everything that was happening he was basically like a suck it up kind of guy and like oh you guys are all just superstitious like yeah. don't listen to it whatever like just an asshole exactly <laughs> not caring what people or how people feel at all yeah. um so uh there were reports honestly these aren't even reports these are eyewitness accounts from other actors where uh he was very abusive meaning um if he wanted you to jump and act scared he would fire off a gun behind you and not tell you jesus christ Um, and then uh that famous uh part or scene in the film where you see uh reagan the little girl who's possessed uh Mm -hmm. in the bed and she's flailing around right yeah so she was in this contraption that was a uh, handmade and she was laced uh meaning it was like a corset around her back kind of thing and they tied it in the front and then they put her gown over her and then there were guys underneath the bed kind mm-hmm. of uh manipulating her so that she would like thrash back and forth yeah and she had the the back brace or the lace thing on so it wasn't that bad maybe she would get slight whiplash in her neck but they kind of told her how to move with it so that she wouldn't get that yeah um, the footage that they used in the film was actually this traumatic event that happened with Linda Blair, the actress who played mm. Reagan. Uh, she became unlaced somehow. Yeah. And so she was screaming and crying in pain. They thought she was acting. Oh. And while she was getting thrown around, uh, she actually ended up fracturing her lower back. Oh, my it was, God. And it they was used that? Bad. that? They used it. So the thing that you're watching in the film is her back breaking. Holy shit. Isn't that so That's awful. Why would they do that? That would never happen today. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Exactly. That that was really bad. And then watching the documentary that I mentioned from Shudder, you Mm -hmm. see Linda Blair uh, talking about that scene. And she's like, yeah, no, I, I broke my back. Like, that was really bad. And then he, she talks about the, the director, like he was some genius. Like what? she thought, like she still thinks it's fine that they use that footage. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not okay. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> like, oh like she's like still, God. I don't, she has like Stockholm syndrome. I don't even know. Like that's not okay. Anyways. Jesus. <laughs> um, 
so that was like one other instance um that happened uh the other instance uh, well I guess it didn't happen during the film um but well no it was it was more so like the director like I said uh clearly he was an asshole using footage of little girls backs breaking yeah um and then the shooting a gun off and stuff so he would actually tell um Linda Blair that he was going to shoot this gun behind her mom and not tell the mom and then so Linda had to like act not shocked when the gun would go off so she was like completely desensitized to like shooting of guns so she was just like this little girl that would not flinch or anything from these like gunshots that were going on so (laughs) traumatizing so I don't mean to laugh it's just so fucked up like it's so (laughs) fucked up oh my god I'm like in shock just if you think this is fucked up I encourage everyone to rewatch the wizard of oz (laughs) oh god we're we're gonna do an episode on that but anyway (laughs) I feel like all of these um this is also considered low budget, okay? Like mm-hmm. low budget. Um, so this is like, you can imagine that the, what they had to do, they, be, they had to become resourceful in the making of the film. So I'm honestly like not surprised that this, this stuff like happened, you know? Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> but still. And it, made, it made the film amazing. People still talk about it now, but still it's, it's just not okay. No, um, I'm never going to be able to watch that the same way. I'm no. not even going to, I don't even think I'm going to be able to look because now I know what's happening. Yeah, no, Ugh. exactly. Um, also speaking about Linda Blair uh, in the film. So there's this famous masturbation scene where she's taking the cross and she's possessed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's taking the cross and she's like shoving it up her vagina and she's just like saying, uh, fuck you or like, someone fuck me or something I don't know the line but anyways she's shoving it so hard inside of herself that she's just bleeding in the film so people were so shocked that this nine-year-old yeah was was, doing that was doing these things um they never told the public at all that it wasn't actually Linda Blair uh doing the scene they actually had like a teenager double for her um who also was the face of Pazuzu you know, that like oh. uh, white face that shows up in the shadows. Mm-hmm. So she also played uh, Linda's double. Gotcha. So for like the really gnarly, inappropriate scenes that a nine-year-old shouldn't be doing, uh, that person was doing. Okay. Um, that was a little better, but. I they, guess, but still. They mm. didn't want to tell the public that it wasn't real, though, because. Because it would get rid of the reason, wow factor. I guess the, so. not wow factor, but like, you know, like shocking. Yeah, the shock factor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which like I understand a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, it's just like, why? <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Oh god. I don't know. Um, Wait, so the teenager who was doing that, like, she wasn't actually doing that, right? Like it was just like uh no, but the director made her do it in so many takes that she ended up like having bruises like on her abdomen from geez. shoving the cross, like because she just like that he made her do it so many times and so like weird it was just yeah that is a little weird why do you anyways yeah I, I feel like 
I thought director was a little, little crazy. If not yeah, a, a little, <laughs> very crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Um, so there's that. So talking about that scene, uh, like you said, Julia, The Exorcist was like about shock value back then. Nothing, literally nothing, had been made like that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding a little girl, and actually, no one really knew what an exorcist was until that film. And ever since then, like we talked about in the Ouija episode, you see this steady rise in exorcism cases, uh, mm. you know, involving the church and everything like that. And that mm-hmm. was because of this film. So yeah. this uh, ignited this phenomenon of people needing or wanting exorcisms because of uh, this film. So we're just like even just thinking that they need one for whatever reason. Yeah, like, just like changing mindsets or literally yeah. changing the culture around uh exorcisms and like Catholicism in general. Yeah, and like spirituality and all that. Yeah. So this film was literally groundbreaking. Um, which is why yeah. I love it so much. It still freaks me out every time I watch it. Um yeah. my dad is from El Salvador, uh originally and he came here when he was about 13 years old and the first uh scary movie that he saw was the exorcist oh god and he still talks about it (laughs) it's like one of his like core memories from moving (laughs) to america is watching that oh my god (laughs) i just thought that was funny Uh, funny (laughs) but uh yeah good effects low budget film uh overall 10 out of 10 um yeah but talking about its release, uh, when people were going to, you know, or or actually, I almost forgot this very important thing surrounding the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember, uh, there's like this radiology scene where they think Reagan has some type of brain tumor or something and they bring her to the hospital. Yeah. Um, they're not actors, the radiologists, technicians, they're real people. Oh. who are pretending to act <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they're like trying to act they're it's acting inception. as themselves essentially and just they, being themselves really <laughs> yeah they were just talking to reagan like they would a patient anyways yeah. there's this one guy forgot his name he has a mustache in the film he's kind of younger looking he was the chief radiologic technician i think that's what you call them Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in the film, like you can see him. He ends up being a convicted serial uh killer what? later on in life, like legitimately. Like he just was released in 2004 and he's in upstate New York. What the um, fuck? Yeah, what? no, he's like killed people. Like, what's his name? Uh, I oh think my god, I, I need to know. I think I need I to look it up. it up after. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I think I have it. No, his name is like, let's see, murderer <laughs> in the exorcist. It comes up. It's like the first thing. Paul Bateson. Paul Bateson. Oh my God. Yeah. I have to look that up. Convicted After. murderer and former radiographer. Oh my God. I so can't like, believe that. And he's in that movie. Yeah, for sure. Jeez. Um, also there's speculation that they made Reagan, uh, do the actual procedure. Uh, oh, really? You know, like get an actual like x-ray? 
it wasn't even that it was like they put something in her veins and it like lights oh. up your veins yeah yeah and you can see like all the veins in your brain and shit like that I don't know what it's called um yeah but uh yeah there was like speculations that they actually made her like undergo the procedure really but I don't Ooh, I wonder true. if they did I feel like she probably would have talked about it later on yeah like be proud of it like yeah I did that for the yeah film. like for real I'm a real method actor she's a fucking psycho herself it doesn't matter (laughs) um um I think also after like her child acting day she became like a porn star I'm pretty sure oh really yeah yeah I'm I'm almost like 100% certain and I remember reading this thing about how like men were like obsessed with her because of her younger portrayal in the exorcist like really like big pedo vibes and they were like so obsessed with her doing porn because they were just like you should do the exorcist but in porn and like just like really gross stuff. Ew, anyways, uh, yeah. Gross. Men are disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um going so that happened. The serial killer, yes. He's he's released now. He's he's in upstate New York, uh chilling. I don't mm-hmm. know what he's doing, but he's there. Mm-hmm. Um and that was basically the 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 gist of what happened during filming. Um, there were smaller reports of things happening around set where like people were getting pushed over randomly by like unknown forces. Um, people were uh, getting sick randomly, mm-hmm. like they would feel really ill for like a day and then recover like immediately. Um, and then, uh, oh, uh, another paid extra so an actor on the film accidentally fell down some stairs and like broke their jaw or something like this um so a lot happened but honestly it just like it kind of screams like mass hysteria to me just like people looking for these patterns or looking for these coincidences that were happening on set meanwhile they could be just manifesting everything that's happening you know how like if you think about things too much things are gonna happen um yeah especially mistakes and things like that mm-hmm. um but then the other part of me is like well you guys made that huge statue yeah so. for real <laughs> it's probably honestly and it's probably maybe a combination of both yeah I and agree. I think also too just like you know it was the first time that like like I said is like new territory for everyone so they were probably just like freaked out the whole time like you said like mass hysteria because yeah. of that they've never done anything like that before yeah everyone was like walking on eggshells I mean besides the director the director was just like chilling yeah I feel like like, you guys are being pussies (laughs) exactly (laughs) like get your shit together stab yourself with this cross yeah (laughs) you'll be fine (laughs) um but yeah no so when this was released in theaters uh people were really excited about it because um the 70s into the 80s was kind of like a really big uh time I guess for uh, horror movies or horror movie buffs uh, people mm-hmm. were just getting into it it was becoming more popular so uh, when people went to go see this film people started passing out they would vomit they would just be super extra and just <laughs> have all of these illnesses <laughs> while watching the film and they claimed to see Pazuzu in their dreams after watching the film oh god which, like come on like, I mean, well, I mean, if they're really scared, I can see like having nightmares about it. But like, I don't know. 
<laughs> that's like I, I don't know like that's just so extra to me I'm like okay. yeah I'll, actually maybe not because when I saw Suspiria the new one did you mm-hmm. see that one I didn't see it okay it's who's listening whoever's listening if anybody's listening <laughs> no anyway <laughs> um so I went to this movie called Suspiria it uh an older film but I went to go see the new one with Dakota Johnson Johnson yeah yeah um there's this one scene in the film where this girl is told to dance because they're ballerinas mm-hmm. and she's told to like dance alone in this like mirrored room and all of a sudden she's like possessed and she starts dancing and then they contort her body in all different ways and like oh. you just see her bones and like her body start to bruise from the inside out and then like her jaw kind of like goes opposite direction of her ugh, head ugh. and it's just like really really disturbing to watch and I threw up so no way <laughs> no you did not no I really I, like, seriously did I literally threw up in the oh theater my God. and <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> why are you so shocked I don't, I don't know I just think it's funny <laughs> sorry it's not funny I hope you're okay <laughs> I'm fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Anyways, I was trying to sympathize or empathize <laughs> with those that threw up crying the exorcist. <laughs> Anyways, uh-huh. I'm just saying that it can happen. <laughs> if if things uh if you know you watch something and it's gross. Okay, people. <laughs> We're throwing up at the procedure scene and the masturbation scene. Also, mm. the projectile vomiting. If you ever hear someone, wow, they throw up like the exorcist. That specifically means that they threw across or threw up Ugh. across the room. That Ew. is projectile vomiting. Gross. So, uh, yeah, uh, that <laughs> is the last uh I guess you could say fun fact that I have about the film with people passing out and vomiting after they saw the film in theaters. Um, Overall, like I said, this is a great film. Great for any age. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Everybody should watch it. It's a G-rated film. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Should have been uh, made by Disney, if you ask me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah. uh, Julia you said that you watched the film Mm -hmm. what was the most scariest part for you um I really the worst part for me was seeing her thrash around and her face getting all like demony oh yeah like oh yeah when it like yeah decomposing Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah yeah I didn't like that part yeah Yeah. I'm trying to think I feel like mine is either that or when her like just specifically her head just turns around yeah yeah yeah. that one part yeah oh yeah I don't like that part either all of it is not great (laughs) and then people always forget about oh speaking of forgetting okay so you know in the film where the priest like falls down those stairs yeah so he really falls down the stairs no 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 no. he's oh um okay (laughs) Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know if he's dead. Um, but anyways, <laughs> um, the those specific stairs are like 
I guess people go to them, obviously, if you're like a fan of the film and you're going to take pictures beside them, whatever, but people fall on those stairs all the time. Like that, that's just like a thing. Like on purpose? No, no, no. Like it just happens. (laughs) I thought you meant like they go to the stairs purposely like, oh, this is really pretty. Well, I'm the exorcist. Let me fall down these stairs. Julia, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. No, but I wish. Honestly, that's like a lot better. Like you, people, you just see th- people like throwing themselves like yeah. off the steps. They're like, yeah, exorcist. <laughs> no, uh, okay. it's just like a thing that happens, like a phenomenon, I guess. Oh. And people attribute it to the exorcist film. That was my last fun fact, but yeah. Well, I mean, maybe like Pazuzu like left his little curse on those stairs. People think that like when people say, oh, this film was cursed or like with all of these mishaps that were happening on set, um, someone or a theologist that they interviewed during the documentary made a really good point about how like um, if this was really an act of a demon, wouldn't you want like the wouldn't you think that they would want the film to happen genuinely because it was it would almost be like they're in the spotlight you know like why would they stop the film from happening yeah all of these mishaps you know I guess because it just gives them more publicity exactly so like that I thought about that and I was like that is a very fair point so I feel like yeah but is it morally right Oh, probably not. No, definitely not. But yeah, it makes sense. Like, I'll, I'll tell my mom about this episode and she'll be like, oh, I can't. <laughs> and I'm like, mom, like, it's it's fine. We're just talking about it. She's like, no, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so superstitious. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. Cool. That was great. I learned so many things. And now Thanks. I'm never going to be able to watch that the same ever again. I kind of want to look up the back thrashing video now on YouTube just so I can. Why? Because You're going to make yourself like, throw up. <laughs> that's like actually insane that they would just use the footage of her breaking her back. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to. Yeah, it's crying. And then, oh, in the documentary, you like see uh, they show the scene and then they show her immediately after like crying and like holding her back and like everybody rushes towards her and I'm like mm-hmm. how did you not know that was real she was literally screeching like, yeah screaming in agony yeah, they were probably like, just like wow she's amazing she's <laughs> such a great actress yeah exactly. he's gonna be the next like uh what's a good actress Meryl Streep <laughs> that's exactly what happened oh my gosh <clears throat> yeah. okay um, well great episode Shay I want to talk about um one of our um emails that we got like last time we talked about Jose who sent us an email and we said that we would um share another one of his um Portuguese myths with everyone in the next Mm -hmm. couple episodes so I'm going to read the second part of his email with another um story from his hometown so again this is an email that we got from Jose he was telling us a little bit about some um, his his favorite myths from his home country, which is in Portugal. So the second part of his email is a story from his hometown about the rooster that saved a man's life. A traveler was walking through Portugal on a pilgrimage to Santiago in Spain, where he was spending the night in Barcelos. A murder was committed and the superstitious people obviously blamed the foreigner. 
He is arrested and taken to court. The people wanting to quickly seek justice have the hearing during the judge's lunchtime. This is important because of the meal itself. The judge had a, had a whole cooked chicken sitting in front of him. When asked what his alibi was, the traveler could not provide one. Instead, he told the judge he is innocent, so innocent that the chicken you got there will start clucking. The judge, surprised by the idea, allowed it. If the chicken clucks, the man walks. The room goes silent and the chicken starts to cluck, proving the man is innocent. This story has become a huge part of the city's culture and it is arguably one of the biggest symbols of Portugal. So that was another cool myth. I've definitely seen a lot of chicken imagery from Portuguese culture. Yes, I was just going to say, um, I think I've seen, uh, what's her account name? Dark Solace Art. She drew yep. like a rooster. I yep. remember that. And she attributed yep. it to Portugal. I remember Yes, that. I think that this is kind of like the origin story of that. Um, so it's pretty cool. So thank you, Jose, for sending an email. And guys, if you have any cool stories to share with us or suggestions or really anything that you want to send along to have us read um, on one of the episodes, definitely send it to us. Our email is at uh, thewitching.podcast. Wait, is that what it is? Yes, <laughs> thewitching. The witching, the witching you say it. <laughs> the the witching dot podcast at gmail.com. Okay, cool. Thank you. I was getting confused with our Instagram handle. I was gonna say at the witching dot pod. I'm literally checking right now because now <laughs> I'm like <laughs> let me see. Yes, the witching dot podcast at gmail.com. That's what you it got is. it. So yes, yeah, send us an email <clears throat> and we'll read um whatever you send us on one of the next episodes of the witching. So thank you guys again for listening and join us next time for another episode of The Witching. A lady is not afraid to know the truth. And all this focus